The Zed Run Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. You're home for all our free picks and podcasts. Welcome back to episode eight of the Zed Run Gambling Podcast. This is our How to Take a Dive episode with Sean Green. I am your host, the man in the desert, Scott Bowser, and the Wolf of Oaklawn is out of town with the family this week. So I got coming in, co-founder of the network, co-host of the Sports Gambling Podcast, Mr. Sean Stacking the Money Green. How you doing, buddy? Yo, what's happening, Bowser? Yeah, uh... Thanks for having me on the Zed Run show and uh, yeah, looking to dominate. Yeah, dude. No, this uh, we're here to uh, build up, uh, try and be a positive, you know, because there's a lot of negativity in the game right now with the market not being as good as it was a few months ago. Um, there's other factors at play, too. And I mean, I could sit here and hammer all day like my gripes with the racing structure and tournament structure and this and that. <laughs> But at the end of the day, I feel like right now that they've been taking enough chances lately and there's a few swing and a miss. So it's like if they go back to some of that stuff in a few weeks, I'm going to be like, hey, what the fuck? We all saw that. That didn't work last time. And like, let's build off what works and get rid of what doesn't kind of thing. Yeah, no. And I uh, I hadn't raced the horses in a while, but you you said like, hey, you know, run, uh, take a risk a bunch and we'll we'll do some analysis on the episode. So I was. I was firing up the old girl today and just running all these discovery races. First off, I did uh, some of the newer, cooler tracks I thought were pretty sweet. Shout out to the Budweiser course. That thing was pretty uh, badass. At the now the official beer of Zed Run, which is pretty cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was Stella before. That's what I mean. Yeah. Taste wise, that might be a, la- a, a downgrade. But in terms of overall corporate branding, you, you can't, you know, <laughs> The king of beers. Yeah. Instead of the Clydesdales, uh, you're going to see the Budweiser commercials. You know, they'll have Zed run horses uh, dragging the sleigh instead of those, uh, the Clydesdales. So, yeah, no, I I uh, I thought it was um, pretty sweet. Like the music, the updated music sounds good. Um, the camera angles, just the overall flow and and prog- product in general seems like it's it's gotten better even just from a couple months ago when I was racing a bunch. Yeah, no, it's definitely like uh especially like like dude like when they were doing like the star wars promotion like you're right some of these new tracks are pretty cool like they just and like i i'll, I'll be honest i don't really watch uh races anymore because <laughs> like i've learned <laughs> i've learned that like w- what you see on the screen we've uncovered that in our dan chan episode was like it, it's not actually a represent it's basically the algorithm takes the race results and then presents it that in that in the most interesting way fat passion like like possible so it's like it's ah. better to look at your overall speed and time and stuff like that at the end of it all like, i like it you're living in a post watching the race world where even even watching the race live doesn't get you you uh you excited and fired no, up i just want to see which horses got the flames at the beginning and then what the results were that's all i really give a shit about <laughs> but uh you know what uh 
I just wanted to let everybody know that the Zed Run Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet, as we all know. Um, make sure you get down on WinBet's $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And don't forget about the ultimate fantasy football experience. I'm a big fantasy guy. Sean's a big fantasy oh, guy. Oh, yeah. We live in we live and breathe best ball drafts from starting in March, baby. This is this is a DJ's only zone over here. <laughs> you bet five hundred dollars plus on sports or casino before July thirty first, twenty twenty two. You get entered to win in the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. So if you would what a twelve man league, if you got twelve entries at it, you got a decent shot. Like get everybody on board with this. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play-through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Nailed it. Nice yeah. work. Yeah, you know, I've been, I've been really putting the, the uh, off the hours work. <laughs> I've been, you know, put, put, work, put work around here into two things. Checking Zed stats. And uh, re- reading ads, pulling ads, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude. Um, but no. So this is the how to take a dive one because I feel like, you know, I mean, you I would you don't strike me as the kind of guy who likes to take a dive. But- no, I hated the process. I hate I hate intentionally losing. But you know, when it comes to that, I'm I'm open. I'm open to suggestions. Well, here's the way I look at it: if you got a twenty percent winner, and let's say that's a twenty percent overall winner, including like free tourneys and stuff. For you able to grind out like that 15%, I think 15% is kind of my magic number, maybe like th- closer to 13, but really 15. If you can grind out a, a 15% paid race horse, you are fucking profiting because the, right now the rate, there's no rake on them. It's split evenly. And so it's 60% of the pool goes to first, 40% to second, and then, or no, it's a 60, 25, 15 split. So if you can consistently get that 15% at the, those six to one basically right and then from there we're gonna try and uh hit that top three just enough to pad our numbers there that turns into a pretty profitable little fucking horse and so the way we get there though yeah no i mean, I mean yeah so it's like, but we can't do this every single race because if we do that, you're going to end up and your horse is even like I have a horse that's pretty good right now. It's just kind of stuck in class one and even trying to down class him. Sometimes he'll finish second because he's good, but he's not good enough to win there. And so <laughs> it's it's really, really frustrating yeah. right now because he's constantly finishing second through six in class one. And I know if I can get him down to like class three. I can get him in that class three, class two zone where I'm kind of keeping him on that line, going back and forth, like dominating class three, maybe taking a couple of L's in class two to get him back down there and keep that that train going. And so with some of these analytics sites I've been using lately, what makes it really, really cool, dude, is like you can kind of look at like, okay, here's what I'm doing in paid races only in class three. Here's what I'm doing in free race, you know, and you can see where you need to make the adjustments. So it's like with the free race yeah. t- tournament format, I don't see a real reason to play those to win them anymore. I feel like you, you use those as free bullets for tanking and then you use your paid money when you get to that <laughs> desired level and you hit your desired uh, distance preference. Yeah, no, there's definitely something to that. Yeah. So like, like 
So, well, like, okay, here's what I've kind of learned is like, it's almost like once you dial in your distance preference, and this is really, really hard for the mid-distance preference, which your horse take a risk, which we're going to really dive into here in a little bit. But like, he, he, he appears right now to be more of a mid-distance runner right there in the middle, which is great, I feel, for breeding because you can breed him. If you were to start collecting uh, Genesis females the way I have, or I now have three of them to go with my male, uh, but like, so I can do a full <laughs> breeding cycle with all of them now every month. I can do pop out three on his uh, his covers on my own. <laughs> but so like, with, but with Take a Risk, it's like he's in that middle zone. So you could ideally find mares that are that are sprinters and marathoners. And maybe get and, and ideally those horses are going to be able to straddle the line between the mid distance and whatever the mother's preference is. So, mm. so have you figured out uh, as far as breeding? Is there is there any particular formula? Whereas you were mentioning, hey, the females they have these kind of traits that seem to pass on. The males have these kind of traits. Does it seem you know they say baldness comes from your mom, uh, mom's side of the family thing mom do you have you have you uncovered any sort of hey these tendencies come from the mom these come from the dad do they break it down in between those or or is it kind of random i think it's it's broken down between them especially at distance preference right now now on the old breeding algorithm it was pretty fucking random so you could ideally have two genesis honk donkeys create like the next greatest thing you know like that was very possible in the old one this one it's a little more specific but it's cool because like like I said, it's more about the distance preferences, because if you could really dial in a distance preference, like two, like let's say two twenty four hundred meter horses, okay, and you breed them together to create that twenty four hundred meter offspring, if you breed them enough times, you're eventually going to hit that horse that has that has. They're, they're, most likely, they're all going to have a pretty good distance preference for that. But then you're going to hit one eventually that's going to have a really high variance score to go with it. So what you're looking for is like. To me, the, the magic three are base ability, distance preference, and uh, variance score. So your base ability is just like your overall muscle, you know? And they seem, tend to be down the line based on, like, if you're going to go on, like, a, uh, like let's say, like, an MLB kind of scouting scale where it's, like, a 90 through 40 scale or whatever. But, like, I would say, like, the Nakamoto Z1s are, like, 95s then the z2s are 90s then the zabo z3 genesis would be 85 zabo z4 genesis would be 80s and then like the finnies are like would be 75 60 6 75 70 65 and then the would be like 60 55 50 if that you know like so but like some like technically these horses could have a higher or lower one than the average base ability for their you know so you're looking for a horse that has a bet around that base ability or higher. And then you also want them to have that distance preference that lines up all right with the other one. And so if you get enough of ability and enough preference, now you're rolling the dice on the variance because that, that's just completely random. Like there's no rhyme or reason to why that's assigned to each breed. That's why you can technically get good horses from bad breed because uh, the, the high variance is like, especially like if you get a horse with like a, 75 80 variant score like i have a z20 buterin exclusive that has a 75 variant score basically where she has no business are you are you able to determine your variant score or is that just something you figure out from yeah, i've been going to there's the, a there's a zedge tool uh, and, then, <laughs> and they have a buterin barn that's free 
So I've been going to that <laughs> to find these, but I noticed they haven't updated in a while. So I feel like I have horses that I've ran that I've discovered new things about that aren't that aren't showing on that version yet. So I'm thinking about. Maybe, I like it. Maybe you know. You're a, what's up? Yeah, I just like how you're even ahead of the Zed Run tools. Like the Zed Run tools are scraping data, coming up with you know ways to determine, like you said, variant scores, and you're you're already pricing them out by saying, no, actually, I've I've done a little research, and uh, yeah, no, I I love it. But like, I do think there's something to like the stuff that's over a lot of it r- right now, and like, but that variant score, dude. Like, like I have that one where it said she's a 75. Dude, and she's like a legit 13% winner, like U-shaped horse. She's got that perfect U, and that's what that variance score does. Because when the variance is on, she's going to dominate. When the variance is turned off, she's going to finish dead last. So these are the most beautiful horses in the game, because these are ones that we don't have to worry about taking a dive with. They're just going to do that naturally with their own weird pattern. Yeah, no, that's great. You don't have to even work in you know, like you said, take it uh, intentionally losing because it, it, and in my head, it's hard. How would you intentionally lose? But I think what you're saying, your overall thesis is that if you know enough about the, the horse's distance preference, you can intentionally make them take dives by racing them at not ideal lengths, yes. thus locking them down to a certain class where they can dominate. Where you can put them at the preferred distance and, and collect that fucking money. Exactly. Is is that your thesis? That's that would be my thesis. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I like it. Yeah, and so I mean, it's kind of a. I do think it's kind of a DGEN's only grinded out approach, and it does. Feel, yeah, no. And it does feel like we, we're like doing some like shady mob activity, where it's like <laughs> we have like, oh, dude, we uh, we're gonna have our horse run and take a dive in this race today, so we can cash in later. And like, dude, I mean, ideally, you could start colluding where. Uh, yeah, I'll run my class three at his dive, but it also happens to be yours is best distance and we flip flop kind of, but see, and now, Oh yeah. You know? And so like we go back, if, if like you could find two horses that match up like that, you could really do something there. And they gate preference is a thing, but it's not turned on right now. So when they do turn on gate preference, you could even do that further. If you know a certain horse in that field's like preference is gate eight, and you pop like, and then second preference is like gate four or something, and you pop yours, or you're able to pop yours in those two spots at alternate preferences in an attempt to fucking like give yourself an edge, like. Yeah, and we 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 probably need to set up a like I I feel like if you you know there, we need to form some sort of Zed syndicate where it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. us two and ten other guys, and we're just coming in filling up the race. What is it? 12 gates, right? So yeah. filling up the entire race right away. And then, Oh, Hey, this is a 16 meter, uh, 1600 meter. We want to take a risk to win this one. So we'll race, Hey, bring in your, your sprinters that can't hit the 1600 meter. And then, you know, really alternate. There's a lot you could do with this. You really got my own. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and it's like, it's technically not cheating. Cause like we can't control any, any of it. No, we're just trying to play the math to our advantage as much as possible. Uh, yeah. But I guess it could be like, like the bid club, like, like, like bidding on concrete route, garbage routes where it's like, no, no, <laughs> dude, it's, it's fucking Chase's turn to win this race. Like, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But you would have to have stables because- big enough to be able to like handle having enough runners at every distance and all this stuff. So it's like, and I do think like, it also depends on your overall stable strategy. 
what kind of stable do you want to be? You know, and I think that's a question everybody should be asking themselves with it. But with like, like you you're know, saying, I, with, with setting up a stable syndicate, now that makes it more interesting because you could technically have subcontractors within the stable syndicate. I wake up every morning and I look myself in the eye and I go, what kind of stable master do you want to be? What kind of <laughs> stable are you trying to build and put together? I just want to, I, you know, I want to build a fun run and gun team, team that wins big, loses big, uh, oh, you know, see, yeah. just anything, anything that's not boring is really what I'm looking for stable wise. So yeah, what I would then what I would do is just start because like there was that horse a few weeks ago. Remember I told you I was like, hey, this one's pretty good, and it won right right away for you. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. No. And, yeah, you nailed it. And but it was like I had been following her mother and thinking about buying her, but I realized the distance preferences didn't quite line up with the horses I have right now. So I was kind of like, you know what? Instead of getting her, I'll get the one of these other ones. Take a shot on one of them. And but I I kept noticing this daughter of hers that's like really fucking good, and I was like. Hey, if you're looking for a horse that's cheap right now, that's on the market, fucking get this one, dude. It it fucking it's blowing people off the track, dude. It's like something like a 13% paid race winner. So I mean, if we, you know, what's her name again? Let's look up her, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me look. Uh, click back on the stable. And I you know also what, have you a. You know what? Uh, stable building reminds me of is reminds me of building a. My fantasy football squads and Sean, you know what? Uh, it's time for a, a sleeper, which is one of the fa fastest growing fantasy platforms out there. You like how I love that? it? <laughs> like that segue? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> it's got millions of players, and I mean, I already have a league on there. I'm sure you do too. Uh, it's a game-changing product, unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper too by using their new over/under game. It's very simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like. And pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm really excited about it is that we can, me, Sean, and all the other DGENs at the SGPN network here, we can go on there and join contests together. It's got a built-in group chat where we can copy and pick, paste each other's picks. And with a quick tap of a button, it's very easy. So stop what you're doing right now, download Sleeper, and play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Uh, on your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, nailed it. Yeah, you know, nice, uh, nice transition. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to try to really do that one just right, and uh, nailed it. Okay, so what was that other horse in your stable right now? Actually, yeah, uh, was it hmm, was it Rat Dog? No, yeah, it's Rat Dog. <laughs> rat Dog, dude. Okay, yeah, it's a horse that you're like, okay, now let's look at Rat Dog here. First off, oh, she is down at class six, which is great. That's the lowest class there is. We talk about tanking to win. This is a horse that's already <laughs> tanked to win. She's ran 864 races and with an 11% winning percentage, 18% second place or first or second, 26% first, second or third. So, I mean, dude, you could pretty much like one out of every four, she's going to cash for you. And, and an 11% win rate, that's, that's close enough to what we're looking for in that 13 to 15% range where I think we might be able to manipulate her into a little bit better running. Yeah. 
What do you uh what do you think of her as far as like uh you know, I don't know, her distance. How, how am I going to make some money off her? Right. Should I be brief? Well, let's take a look. I know her mom Magic Magnolia, I believe was um a marathon distance preference. So, I'm just going to use that as the info and we're going to go through her history here cuz it looks like She's been losing consistently, or eighth or under, which gives you negative points in the class system. This is why she's down in class six. But yeah, she's been she's lost consistently enough to where she's down there. If you, I mean, just look at these last like leading her last race. She finished fifth at sixteen hundred, but before that, fourteen hundred and eleven, four one thousand and eleven, fourteen hundred and eight, two thousand and twelve, two thousand twelve and nine. So I mean. Let but let's get in because it's like well where are the wins coming from you know like there's got to be wins you don't have that high <laughs> of a winning percentage but that but like she's clearly even tanked down dude this is like a perfect time to run her but so we're gonna go to another site I like to use we're gonna go to MJ Informatics go over yeah here. so. Now this is take a risk. What's up? Sorry. And also, I, I know we're talking about tanking, but if within our stable, if you think any of these horses should breed together, totally open for some on-air sex between our horses. <laughs> well, it is what's, fun. What's Rat Dog again? A Z12? Honestly, dude, Rat Dog as a Z12 buterin mare? Dude, let me take a look at her kids. Uh, she looks solid to breed with uh, Take a Risk, I think, where you, oh. you could get that marathon-leaning Z20, and if you hit that variance lottery, you score, dude. Like, I have a, right, I have a Z20 beater in, too. That's fucking really good, dude. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put Brat, Rat Dog hit breed. Okay. Right. and then And then I go back and I... Hit take a risk. Hit. Uh... You're gonna want to put take a risk in the stud barn first. Okay, that's right. Okay. I can't get her thing to show up. That's right. On you need it. <laughs> take a risk. Actually, is in a race. I forgot. I entered him into a race. So, <laughs> so yeah, he yeah he can't race and fuck <laughs> at the same time. Dude. That's not gonna. That'll work. be the that'll be the next update where you can run and breed at the same time. <laughs> Get right, get right off the fucking, uh, come right off the track into the breeding stable, all hot and heavy, ready to go. Yeah, I see it, dude. All right, let's take a look at Rat Dog's kids because she's got some, and uh, let's get an idea if she has bred something worthwhile already. Because then, then that gives us a better idea. Now, her breeding with a Genesis always gives that horse a leg up because that horse is gonna have at least one Genesis parent closer you are to genesis the more consistent the horse should be ideally okay but she's got looks like most of her kids aren't really raced like they're raced like zero to ten times so i can't really use any data but fierce grape uh, a daughter of hers has 183 paid races at the 7.1 win percentage there that's not bad that's something you can build hmm. on you know I, okay like that's not completely horrible that's what i always like to hear not completely horrible yeah. that's a good sign all right i had to change browsers here 
Let's get into rat dog. I know we're not doing video, but the, the tabs that are open on Scott's zoom is uh, tremendous. He is. Yeah. It's those uh, day traders who have like eight different screens, but Scott's Scott's screens are all just deep Zen analytics. <laughs> Dude. Well, now I got the, uh, a uh, 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 special fucking browser extension for Zed that went on yeah. in Zed. Dude, I'll bring that up on here and show you because it's pretty insane. It's it's legit pretty intense, dude. But I want to show you your horse on here first because I do feel like we'll look, take a look at her over the last few months. Okay, see, now check it out, dude. We can take a look right here. See this thing, this line column right here? Okay, first off, we have all the distances, Okay. We have the average class she's racing at each distance. So we know at 1600, she's only raced there once, and that's in class six, okay? So now the average place at each one. So like at 1,000, she's averaging 4.65. Dude, that's, that's pretty decent, dude, you know? And look at she's got a 64% fire percentage there. That's her highest one. She's also had 89 races there. That's a decent enough sample size where we can be like, okay, with a 21 fucking percent win rate at 1,000 alone, dude. You have yourself a sprinter, my friend. A 43% first through third. You have a sprinter that's already tanked down. That's a beautiful... That's awesome. That's a beautiful thing to have. You could run her right now at 1,000, dude, for $2.50 in class six, and I think you'll crush it. So Should I do that now? Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> pop that in there, baby. And so... All right. Now... See, this this chart is like one of my favorite charts on this site, dude. So what this chart does is it shows you, and it, it'll show you the free, the paid, uh, and which class, every different class, right? And I what, what the white is is the average horse at this class, essentially, and what they run this, this speed at. The red is what your horse is. So see how, at, like, this is a good example of she can tank at distance, and do all right because like she's like consistently behind the curve here on all these see how the white is consistently kind of ahead of the red tailing behind oh it? yeah so so yeah you're right the 1000 is the sweet spot for this horse yeah because like you can see how you're ahead of the curve here 1200 might even be doable too dude honestly i mean just look at like at 23 percent first through third 35 percent fourth through six like if you're running this horse at a thousand yard where the finals for the tournament of a pity point or at a thousand you could run her at 1200 and then once she makes the finals at a thousand you're looking really good record finals it. yeah yeah so that's like a little like game theory but like dude like watch when we get over here now we're looking into the speed stuff because it's like we can see where your tank best tank distances are right through all here where you're going to be in the a shape range and then where you're going to be on that podium so like at a thousand though dude this horse is fucking incredible dude but what's funny is there's a fucking no profit there so that's what we're gonna turn around bro we're gonna use this data to our knowledge and fucking bang you out some profit there we know consistently let's go we know consistently over time she's gonna win you fucking good money at that distance dude and we just got to use this other data to get her down to keep her down in class to where the money pays for itself um now as we get over here okay we get into the average kilometers per hour thing or whatever so dude her fastest speed is clearly at 1000 
And then she's also decent at 1,200 and 1,400. Once again, all fitting in with the sprinter profile with a dominant fucking preference. Let's go. I am uh, awaiting. I'm uh, six horses left for the 1,000-meter race for Rat Dog that you recommended. So I'll keep you posted with the updates on that, Scott. And so this is like where you're like the deviation stuff and like what you're doing overall versus Zed. So as you see overall in the game, these numbers aren't that great. But as we've seen below down here and up here per class, we're fucking looking great. So I can just look at let's just look at the paid races only. We can just switch. To oh, that. yeah. You know, let's get into the let's follow the money, baby. <laughs> That's what we do around here. <laughs> Follow the freaking money. Um, but you know what I like to do is while I'm checking the money in the morning is I really like to uh, have some nice freshly roasted coffee, Sean. And, yeah. And uh, trade coffee, as you know, um, has freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters. You know, small, small, small business guys like us, you know, that uh, exactly. pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the best beans from around the world and uh this stuff's incredible like i just heard you talking about it the other day where it's like sinks up your mail room at the office hey yep exactly yeah Yeah, no it's it's it smells great love trade coffee and again it's just great to get fresh roasted beans delivered to your place yeah highly recommend yeah you definitely want to get it you basically submit a little survey and like like other stuff like for wine or whatever it matches you with your preferences and uh, gives you the best coffee for you. And so uh, they're pretty cool over there. Um, there's over 750,000 positive reviews. So right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you get go to drink, drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. That's a real tongue twister. <laughs> Drink trade. Let's go. Okay, but dude, now right. when we get into these paid races here, this is interesting. We're seeing 1,000 first through third, 17%. And we'll take that to the bank all day. But so far, and like, dude, this is a very small sample size. There's only three races. But you're seeing a 33% return so far in first through third at 1,200. So you might want to work in a little more races at 1,200 too. But I would stick to the 1,000. Like, dude, we have a 23 paid race window there letting us know that even though it's only a 4.35 win percentage, I, I think there's something more to it. Yeah. No, I'm I'm totally down. Um or I mean, I'm 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 totally down for learning and how you're laying out the case. The honestly, the the most impactful or like the easiest thing is these triangle visual things Dude. that you're yeah. pointing out. Just like it makes it very clear where the horse should be running. I mean, the you know the derivative stuff it gets a little uh, heady, but the triangle is very easy to break down. Well, that's why this is like my favorite of the analytics sites. Cause you can do all this stuff and like, it depends on what your gig it like, like, look, I could even switch this over to like, there's like a, like more of a text version. If you're more of a text person and then there's more of a, like, like I can sort it any which way. And then you get down into here where we start getting into these different graphs and we can start doing this by distance, by chart, by gate, 
what's going on. Like, there's a lot of stuff we can dial in down here. So, like, yeah, that's why I recommend this site to a lot of people because whatever Ooh, you gate, scroll, can you scroll down to the gate preference. So now you're telling me that gate preference isn't worked in. Okay, and yet it's worked in, but it's not turned on. Okay, okay, all right. So in the in the gate history, it shows the number of races it's run at the different gates, but it's not. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, and then I see on the other side, it shows the place. So it does look like a pretty scatter shot five, six, and 12 seem to be the best gate, but it's, you know, they, they all have four versus three. So I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, it's like, this is like the number of races you've ran at each gate. This is like the stuff you've done at each one, you know? So, I mean, it's a whole but like yeah, as you see, there's a lot going on here, and then like right here, you start getting like the speeds, like the fire percentages and stuff. I I don't really know too much about like the, the fire. Basically, is like the horses with the three flames are in whatever. I think it's something like ten thousand simulations. Like they they simulate the race ten thousand times. The three that hit the podium the most times in that simulation get the three flames, and so like yeah, chances are the. I mean, sometimes it's really obvious, like when there's like a shark that's like down classes horse to a lower level and it's just going to get flames and win that race pretty much no matter what. Like, I mean, you're going to get those moments, but like anything can happen when you're, you're they're using flames that, so for a sample size that big. And what it's not taking into consideration is it's horses that win a lot because it's I might the horses that get flames might be horses that are consistently getting second and third, but not actually winning. Where I would rather have that U shape, or I want to see what their percentage is at dead last with flames. That's a great way to find yeah. out if they have that U shape. If they're drawing flames and finishing dead last by a mile, you know that thing was variance turned off. And when it turns on, it's going to smoke everybody by that much. Yeah. No, that's a great, great way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, yeah. If, you, if you've seen like consistently bad stuff and it's a high variance, that's when you're looking to buy because it's it's kind of about you know obviously set up to bounce back now i mean the the top guys in the game are really sharp to this and i, I swear like the the fucking whatchamacallit the guys over at uh um, arbitrage racing which is like the top stable in the game basically the second someone has a, a good nakamoto horse that gets flames and finishes dead last they're putting a bid on it you know you know like, <laughs> like they they know what they have there and they know how to run their horses very well too. So it's like if you really want like a how to kind of run it at different distances to get the most out of staying in a class and, and maximizing your profits, just look. I mean, yeah, we don't have the Z one, Z twos that these Z threes that these guys do with all this balls behind it, but we can see how they use those in class one and class two and apply that logic to class four, class five with our Nakamotos and so, I mean our Guterans and Finneys and whatnot, like. So I, I do think there's lessons to be learned from these top guys, even though we don't have the kind of muscle they do. All right. Yep. Now let's get into, all right, dude, you want to really go through the looking glass here? Cause I am going to, Oh, hold on. Trying to steal a, Bowser's MetaMask password as he's typing it in. <laughs> like in hack his stable. Yeah, you want to get in on the stable. Speaking of being hacked, uh oh let's, yeah, let's, here let's, we go. Let's get into it, man. Cause you know that just browsing online, Sean, uh it it uh 
incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy. You know, that's right. Without added security, you might as well just be giving away all your private data to hackers, and advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you save, safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands, especially your stable. Every, even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, your tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick. When you're streaming media, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. 100%. Nailed it. Yeah, you know, and uh, it, it organically fits into the theme of the show as well. That's really what I'm most proud of. <laughs> no, honestly, if you, if you know, if you got a bunch of crypto or your MetaMask, like uh, that would, you know, those are legit things that people try and hack. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, highly recommend those VPNs. All right, I'm still I'm still waiting for this uh, race to fill up. I'm trying to find a sweet spot where we could either breed live on air or, well, I guess now it's in a race, so I can't I can't breed her. But I will definitely be breeding her as soon as she gets done. Hoping this uh, race fills up before we get out of here. So, so we're gonna have a little live sweat on the air. Oh uh, yeah, we got a little got a little music coming in. We're making things hot. Let's see, I'm going to show you now this browser extension that I've been using on Zed that uh, Dan Chan, friend of the show and uh, our first guest that we actually had. Like, um, So this is my stable, Red Rock Racing. Like, it's like my tourney like racing stable and stuff. Yeah, you better believe I got a horse named Juice on the Loose. And he's actually pretty good. <laughs> but, okay, let's get into the events. I should have... Bam! So I have his browser extension set up. So check this out. I'm gonna go to just because I have oh, a lot. Wow. Of, dude, so most I have a lot of horses right here at class like four, let's say. So these are all my class four horses. Bam, it's gonna load them real quick. And it's color coded based on each which ones are have the best record. Like this is all kind of based on the record. Now I go through here and let's just take a look at twelve hundred where I know ambition for cat like so like I go and look at the horses I have and it'll kind of tell me. It'll recommend which, which horses, horses you should race. Which, yeah. But, at, at what distances and, and yeah. So it's just basically like a, almost a matchmaking site for horses and their particular races trying to match up their speed distance preference. Correct. Yep. And so when you see horses in the races already and you see like this little green box around it, that's one of this hit or he's kind of like figured out. This is one of the three horses based on speed and like results, and all kinds of other stuff distance preference where he's kind of calculated all that stuff beyond what just the flames are showing us. He's showing us that as one of the horses most likely to win. So three horses will get those green boxes. But as you can nice. see, I have a couple horses that are good, like decent at this preference kind of thing. And then like yellow is not that bad or whatever, you know, but it's like, 
it's not great but yeah you kind of but you can okay so you can use this to like match up where you want to be but you can also use it to match up for tanking Mm. Oh, yeah. So I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, obviously, you can use it for good or you can use it for evil <laughs> yeah. in that yeah. you're, you're going specifically against what it's recommending as far as winning. Yeah. And then so ultimately tanking, you're just trying to get to the lower class and so then you can win. But it's, it's that fine balance because then obviously when you win a bunch, then you're going to be going up a class. Right. So it's, yeah. it's just kind of going. So you want to find that line you're comfortable straddling, or even if you get like I, I I have some horses where I like to straddle like three and four, and somewhere I like to straddle five and four. Now I have a couple that are straddling one and two and two and three, and those can be real pain in the ass because what I I consider them like left leaning horses, right? They keep leaning into that winner's column. Libs, and they yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah damn libtards, dude. But it's like <laughs> they keep leaning themselves into wins, or even worse, fourth place. Because fourth place yeah. gives you no stats, but it gives you points to move up on class. That's why they call the pity point. And so, like, you could just if you just get a horse where it just gets stuck finishing like fourth and fifth, where it'll it'll keep moving up in class, and you can't really downclass it down. And that's what I have with my Z4 Nakamoto right now. Where, dude, that horse would be a monster in class three if I can get it down there. Like, yeah. But I keep, dude, even at tank distances, he'll just randomly finish second. And I'll be like, dear God, you just have like three ninths, a tenth, uh, and a twelfth, like an eleventh all in a row. I, I thought I was getting the hang of it with you. Now you have to go fucking turn a second on me here. You motherfucker. <laughs> I get so mad when he wins sometimes, dude. It's, re it's, it's really <laughs> funny. But yeah, so this is some of the tools I've been using. And these are all free, dude. So. Love it. Yeah, man. Like, but dude, uh. One thing I want to talk to everybody about, you know, that we've all done the other ads and stuff is, dude, we got a promotion going on over here, Sean, as you know, where we got a couple, yes. a couple horses, un unnamed, unraced horses, Sean. Like, dude, from a couple very good breeders that we could be walking into ourselves to some uh, serious, serious gold here that we could be giving away on the show. And, you know, all they got to do to get this free, free horse, dude, is just go over to Apple Podcasts leave a five-star rating, leave a little review, and their names are going to go into Marvel races that we're going to be doing in sometime next month in July, where well, the next few weeks here, and uh, we will be giving away horses, dude. So and our very own o Wolf of Oaklawn will be calling those Marble races. So that's going to be a, a... Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Maybe we should do that for a Twitch stream, you know? Maybe... Uh, like that. that's the, the ticket for that. Maybe we'll figure that out off the air. But uh, yeah, dude, like... I'm really, I'm really stoked to do something like that. And also, I'm, I want to update everybody and let everybody know how hard I've been working on trying to make a live event kickoff classic NFL week one. Yeah. Dude. I like it. Okay, we need to make that happen, like that Saturday night before. So what are we going to do that night anyway? Just get hammered the night before NFL. We <laughs> yeah. might as well get hammered in a situation where we're racing some Zed horses for some cold, hard Ethereum, wrapped Ethereum, <laughs> not not cash, but cold hard Ethereum. I like it. Yeah, on a cold storage device, ideally. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, ideally, yeah. But uh, no, so like here's dude. I wanted to kind of lay out my idea for, because dude, we both produced enough uh, live comedy shows. You got one that you're doing uh Tuesday nights with a friend of the oh, show, yeah. Colby Dant, and uh, at the Oracle yep. Tavern in uh, the Chinatown downtown area of Los Angeles. Uh, you're ever in LA on a Tuesday night, definitely go check that out. Um, but so 
I'm thinking of like, because I've gone to a few, a couple of these, I've gone to three live Z events now. So I kind of got an idea of how they run them. And they're a lot of fun. And don't get me wrong, I, I, the guys that put, put those on, it was a blast. They, they were very welcoming and they, they made it an inclusive space. I got to give them a lot of credit. But see, I'm thinking of this as more of a live show producer. And it's like, dude, let I say what we do for this is like, I normally would book like six comics on a show. I always think that's like a fair number, right? You know? Yeah. Okay. So what if we book six races like it's a lineup card? But we really treat it almost more like a fight card. Ooh, I like that. You know? And so like, I know I know some of these big time stables now. I know the guys from uh, two, uh, two Moolahs and their money racing. I know uh, GVG Genetics. I know Dan Chan, of course, MJ, like I know enough of these guys, arbitrage even follows the show and stuff. So it's like, and I'm definitely reaching out to them to do, be on the show pretty soon. But so what I'm thinking is we get like some of these heavyweights and we do our own kickoff classic triple crown series, right? So we get 12 guys, 12 of the top dudes that we can get in the game to each get a horse, right? Put, put a horse together for this. And maybe we make it like they have to breed something over a Z10 or something, like something kind of crazy. Right. Yeah. But then the horse, we run three races like consecutively where we would do like a 1400 one, like a 2000 one and like a 26 or like 12, 18, 24, what, however, but it's like kind of like how the Kentucky Derby Belmont Preakness are at different distances. And we find who's the best overall horse. And we have like a scoring system. We make like a little trophy or championship belt. We hand out to the winner of it. I like it. I also like the idea of just getting really drunk and running the horses and seeing what happens. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of that too, but I do think we should, you know, cause like I do have a guy that will build us the custom race like pools. So like we can make, Oh a- Yeah. Cause like I've now had like like four or five coworkers and their friends that have gone to events with me and won free horses, so we could technically like have a race of just all of them and like listeners, and then we could have one of just like you meet like my horse, some of my horses, yours fucking uh, the wolf, Malcolm. Like we can do one with all our. You know, oh yeah. You know, like like all, any SGP employee horse. Like we can do all of those because I know a uh, but. A uh, friend of the show and a uh, writer for the Sports Gambling Podcast website. Where you can find all our, our great content, articles, picks, everything. Uh, but Blake Myers, like, dude, he's been fucking hitting me up. Like, he's been building his stable out, picking some winners. Dude, he had a horse that won a Griffin race recently. That's that first race that with the $40 prize pool. He bred a horse that mm. fucking won that thing right out the gate. So it's like, ooh, <laughs> you might have something going there. But see, at that point, you've already made the money with them out the gate. Take them the rest of those discoveries. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to end up in like a crazy high class if you don't. If you don't, exactly. Yeah. So like, that's kind of like the, uh, it's kind of a little how the sausage is made, you know? But like, so no, I think there's some cool ways that we can do like, I was, I was thinking like three big races that we could like show what like the, the big shots going head to head. And then, like, three races of, like, us and whoever fucking wants to. And then even, like, like we could do smaller races, like, little undercards, like, even, like, leading up to it. Like, there's a whole thing we can do with it, so. But I'm putting the work. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that week. Putting in the hours, grinding out some uh, Zed stuff. Well, like, dude, like, what was it? Last year for week one NFL, you, me, and uh, Colby almost got struck by lightning <laughs> so, oh my god yeah completely proud about that was insane <laughs> like, it literally like a bolt of lightning came down like 20 30 yards in front of us as we're trying to navigate through a fucking monsoon 
like running from what where were we going from like the Venetian to the Palazzo or Palazzo to the Venetian, whatever it was. Like it was we're just going like next door and it was oh my god, it was a nightmare. It was so funny. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, buddy. All right. So um, but just want to recap real quick. If you are looking for value um on the market, I suggest distance preference and trying to find that base ability score. Because if you're gonna be breeding, you might be able to hit that variance lottery and uh once you get those distance preferences dialed in, you can figure out where you lose. Hey, we're not all going to have class one winners, but we can have class six winners. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, hey, and if it's the same, like, if I could put five dollars. Well, yeah, who cares? Yeah, bro, if I could put five dollars in and get 30 bucks back, do you think I care what fucking class I do it in? <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's, a, that's how we uh, do the DGENs only over here. But yeah, <laughs> I think it's a good, good point to wrap it up. Um, Sean, anything you want to plug on the way out here? You got, you got any promos uh, make sure coming you subscribe. up? Subscribe. Yeah. Zed Run, Zed Run and Podcast. And uh, yeah, we're going to be doing a bunch of uh, fantasy football, best ball stuff over on the main feed and just fantasy stuff in general. Just dropped our USFL playoffs picks podcast. So again, and we have an, just an insane amount of shows and uh, blogs up over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Yeah. I mean, you got the Canadian football show. You got the ultimate Frisbee show. I mean, we're, we're really getting into it. Dude, honestly, I should get in with uh, Billy and uh, Malcolm and try and get a cricket show going because I've kind of been getting into cricket lately. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. But, yeah, you can follow us at Zed Podcast on Twitter or at Zed Run Gambling Podcast on Instagram. You can always send us a DM, any questions, any anything. And also, dude, uh, our Slack channel over on the sports gambling podcast like there's a link for that in the show description uh dude that's a pretty active channel and we get we have a lot of good like tips and like people posting what's working for them in there and like we try and be a supportive community that's one thing i love about zed is like everybody's out here to help each other and i'm down to help as many new people get going as possible so um you can also follow me at scott underscore bowser but make sure you leave that five star review and rating so you can be entered to win a free horse and uh so yeah thank you so much everybody and uh, i'll see you next week where the wolf will be back and we will be prowling some uh class five class six paid races hopefully all right see y'all next week